Welcome to The Freethinking Human, brought to you by TheFreethinkingHuman.com, with your host, Kale. Hello and welcome to The Freethinking Human. This is the Freethinking Human podcast brought to you by thefreethinkinghuman.com. I'm your host, Kale. Today we're going to be speaking about time and failure. We're going to bring it to you, of course, as always, in a positive way. It sounds like such a Debbie Downer podcast title, though. Time and failure. So before we get into it, who we are and what we do, if this is your first time listening, which is a probability because we are fairly new to podcasting, we only have a few episodes out. So if you like this one, go back and check out the other ones. And you know what? If you don't like this one, <laughs> go back and check out the other ones too, because you might like them. Um, who we are, we are a group of young people from Canada who think out of the box. We don't necessarily believe the status quo. We believe that uh, people are silently addicted to fear and negativity and that this is becoming an ongoing problem with society. And what we do, well, we bring you cool things and we bring it in a positive way. So our topic today, time and failure. What exactly do I mean by that? A lot of times we get caught up in the day-to-day. How many times have you heard somebody say, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. What I think they actually mean is that's not a priority right now. I got bigger priorities, right? Let's take a look at, now we're all about science and tech and we try to combine that with spirituality, but today we'll be specifically talking about the science and tech part regarding time and failing. Now, are they a good thing? That's my first question to perk up some ears. Is time and failure a good thing? If you if you go and you hit hit something, you know, you're trying to accomplish a task and you hit it as much as you can, as hard as you can, and you're repeatedly failing. Is that a good thing? It's frustrating. That's a given. It is more than frustrating. But I believe, call me crazy, I believe it's a good thing. We've briefly touched on this before. The acronym FAIL is said to mean first attempt in learning. Now let's think about uh, another fancy popular quote is, now I forgot, (laughs) now I forgot it. Practice makes perfect. Now what are some entrepreneurs and or inventors that have been able to do this in the past? Can we liken them to ourselves? Edison, first guy I got on my jot notes here, Edison, is said to have failed at creating the light bulb over 1,000 times. And when this was brought to his attention, he said, I didn't fail 1,000 times. I found a 1,000 ways that didn't work. That, my friends, is a positive perspective. But can you imagine how he felt while trying to accomplish that task and repeatedly failing? Like, think about that guy's perseverance, his stubbornness in a positive way to get that task at hand completed. Like, the guy must have been going nuts, you know? But he ended up doing it. And because of that, we all have him to thank. Now, some would argue that Tesla is the one to thank, and Edison was. Uh, but that's a that's a whole other topic. Um, in more modern times, let's look at, uh, we're going to look at the, the next two are two of my favorite modern day entrepreneurs. They're both geniuses in my mind. And the first one is Elon Musk. Now, Elon Musk had a troubled childhood by uh, the stories I've read. 
immigrated to Canada as a teenager, lived in Saskatchewan. Now, if you're not familiar with Saskatchewan, it's very flat. <laughs> it's it's prairies, okay? Um, now, Elon Musk started, I believe he started, when did he start PayPal first and then sold it? What I'm going to get at is SpaceX. Now, SpaceX, it came down to the third attempt, okay? So it's not like Edison with the thousand, but it's three. And these this is multi- multi-millions of dollars invested in space travel and especially the way he did it uh where he was he's able to reuse the rockets going out of the ionosphere into space and then traveling back and being able to land back on earth uh for anyone that doesn't know that's uh that's a magnificent feat uh once you get into space the radiation changes and that's got to be hard on anything. Uh, and coming through the atmosphere, you see the effects on meteors and what that does. So props to him in getting it done. Now, what he says is, is that if the third one had a fail, SpaceX would have been bankrupt. What made that individual not quit? What made that individual try again? He put all the chips in the middle of the table. He's all in. Now, is that what it takes to really succeed at something in life? That's my question. And can we, as individuals, learn from these two individuals that we just spoke of? Edison and Elon Musk. Now, the third that I have on the list here is Steve Jobs. Like him or hate him, Steve Jobs was a very perseverant individual. And he came across some failures. Some huge failures. In fact, he couldn't afford the chips. We talked about this. I think it was the first episode I talked about that with Channy. Uh, he couldn't afford the chips. They could only afford one chip. So they tried to spin the negative as a positive, and they were able to do it with one chip. That ended up changing the whole industry. And then as time progressed, he was successful. He became a multimillionaire, a very powerful man, very well known, not just in the Silicon Valley, but around the globe. He's a, nearly a household name. I don't think uh, there's too many people in the science tech world. If you said Steve Jobs, they wouldn't know who you were talking about. Now, he ended up losing his position with Apple. And then he even turned that into a positive, which I think is so cool. Because the people that are close to him have said that he was devastated by losing his position at Apple. But again, he was able to turn it into a positive and he went and he made the, um, oh, what the heck is it called? Pixar, Pixar Entertainment, okay? And the cool thing about Steve Jobs is he gives credit, out of all the things that he did, I thought it was amazing. He gave credit to his calligraphy class in college of why their product was so different at Apple because it had the different fonts. And he was so enthralled with calligraphy, that's why he put it on there. Because he wanted to be so, he wanted it to be so sexy and different. And he felt that uh, adding that kind of style, different styles to the words, really was a different differentiator. And you know what? I believe he's, he is very, very right about that. Now, Pixar became a great hit, obviously. We still have it today. And it's a family thing it's very successful now then he went back to apple and he did it again now all three of these individuals were hit with things in life that they could have stopped but what stopped them was not stopping them now is it because they're superhuman is it because they're alien hybrids or something crazy like that i don't believe so at all it's just a mindset that i'm gonna get this done and if you research that topic with some of the world's best entrepreneurs or business people 
or pro athletes or Olympic athletes, that is what you will see. First off, they enjoyed what they do. So going to work, it wasn't work, you know. Look at what Conor McGregor says. Conor McGregor is an individual who says, I don't work. I show up and I do what I love and I get paid. And we think that should be spoken of more clearly to young people. Because if it ain't work, it's fun, right? How cool would that be? Now, to be to have the mindset and perseverance of these three individuals that we spoke about, if they were having fun, then it's and it's not it's not devastating i would think it's it wouldn't be a devastating blow to not succeed but instead challenging and there's a big difference between those two those two sentences right there when you're challenged doing something if you're spatially inclined to do puzzles i here's a here's a personal story we'll go off topic quick i'm not a puzzle kind of guy okay i never have been i'm just not spatially inclined to to do puzzles i've never really enjoyed it but uh I also believe that if you want to get good at something, even if you hate it, you got to go and do it as much as you can. At least that's what I, I try to teach my daughter. Uh, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna send an example here. And we were at Toys R Us and I was getting her some gifts because it was her uh, it was her birthday. And I kind of, I took her beforehand to get a feel of what she was really into and what she wasn't really into. And while we were there, I brought home a puzzle. Now, now the puzzle was rated for, uh, maybe I shouldn't say it, it's kind of embarrassing. Eight years plus, 200-piece puzzle, and of course she picked the minion one, and it's got 50 minions on it, and they all look the same. And I thought, oh, crap. I looked at her, are you sure you can do this? She said, yeah, we can do it. So that's the one we brought home. It was very challenging, okay? But perseverance paid off, and we did it. We also, (laughs) it took us a while, though. We had an individual stop by who helped us with it because they loved puzzles. Okay, they were like, oh, a puzzle. And we had it laying out on the coffee table. And they were like, do you mind? And I was like, no, not at all. We'll do it together. And now this person started flying through the pieces like nothing, you know, which my ego could have been hurt if I allowed it to be. But instead, I was really just kind of, I was amazed at how precise and exact and and efficient they were at building this puzzle. Whereas I... Definitely need to practice. Uh, So there's the difference. Now, when I was getting frustrated doing this puzzle, they looked at it as a challenge. It wasn't the same thing. It wasn't the same emotion that they felt, you know? And I think, what if that's all of us? And what if we just haven't realized it yet? So the next time you're going through time and failure, maybe it's not a failure. Maybe it's a lesson. And maybe there's things that you can take from that lesson or that point in time in your life and you can alter your life and learn from things. Not just don't fixate on the failure. If all you're fixating on is the, on the failure is, is well, it would be negative. But if you look outside the box and try to look at everything from the lessons of those mistakes or failures, then you can really grow. And from that growth, you can find success. That's all we're, we got for you today. It was just a nice bonus episode. Uh, so thank you for spending your time with us at thefreethinkinghuman.com or the Freethinking Human podcast. We know that time is the most valuable thing that we have. So when you spend yours with us, we are extremely grateful for that. And we are very grateful that we can spend our time with you. Uh, please give us a shout at host at thefreethinkinghuman.com if you want to comment or leave a review for the website and or the podcast. Um, Get a hold of us on Twitter at aka tfth. 
or on Instagram, live.freely.tfth. Check out the blog at thefreethinkinghuman.com. And we have a podcast out. Obviously, you're listening to it. You can check that out at tfth.bresprout.com. So thank you very much. The blog right now, before you go, we had some really interesting, oh, the last one was really cool, about mind reading technology. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's amazing what Facebook and uh, Neuralink and and the school MIT are doing right now. Uh, So anyways, we're going to sign off there. We hope you have an amazing day uh, and we hope to spend some time with you again. So keep learning and always think free, live freely. Thank you.